Hi guys, how you doing? Good morning. Hey, awesome. Uh, welcome to church, man. Welcome to CLC. I'm happy to see you guys here. Uh, happy Mother's Day, first of all. Um, my mama bought me all these clothes. Uh, <laughs> it's the only reason I ever don't look like a mom is because my mama loves me. Um, so here's, here's what's happening today. Um, we're still going to have the usual 30 minutes of teaching, 30 minutes of singing that we have on our normal gather services. Uh, we're just going to kind of mix things up. Um, I'm going to talk for a little bit. We'll sing a couple songs. I'll talk one more time. Um, we'll sing some more songs. And during those songs, guys, we're going to take an offering. Um, if you're new here, you're just visiting, you don't want to, uh, don't worry about giving. And I'm just happy that you're here. Uh, we're happy to have you here. Um, then after that, we'll have some uh, next steps for you guys. So just things we're doing as a church that we're really excited about. We'll get you guys out of here at the usual time, right? Just a little bit after 11. Um, what we're going to talk about today is worship. And specifically, man, we're going to talk about the music that we play before and after the sermons, usually. Um, but before we start, man, before we get into that, um, something I need you guys to know, right? It's worship is way more, way more than just music, right? Um, when you strip away all of the, all the big theological words and all the really long sermons that you may have heard about worship, um, at its core, um, it's simply expressing a deep love and a deep respect for God, right? That's all it is. And so it's so much more than these songs that we're playing. Um, anytime that you have the opportunity, right, to express that love and express that respect for God, if that's an opportunity to worship. Um, you don't need us. You don't need the church. You can do this while you do your chores, in the shower. Um, you do this while you ride your bike, climb a mountain, whatever it is you do, right? There's room in there for worship, right? I'm going to say this one more time because it's important, right? Worship is way, way more than just the music that we sing at church, right? So if you guys get that now, we're going to talk only about the music that we play at church. <laughs> uh, okay? Um, so look, I'm going to come out kind of swinging hard on this. Um, I believe that worship is a life-changing experience. Um, I believe that because it's changed my life. And the reason we sing these songs, right, every Sunday is because we want, as a church, we want you to have a uh, life-changing experience with God at church, right? Um, to kind of explain a little bit of what I'm talking about here, uh, I'm going to share some of my story, because um, this is why not only I believe that you can have these life-changing experiences with worship, but it's why I want you to have them. Um, like I said, I'm Jake the Drummer. Uh, wasn't always Jake the Drummer. Um, used to be Jake the Punk, right? Um, about three years ago, um, and I was an atheist, said I was a punk. I wanted nothing to do with the church. Really, I wanted nothing to do with much of anything at all that wasn't getting drunk underneath a tree. Um, that was literally, that was my hobby. That's what I did with my free time. I'd go find a very nice looking tree and get really drunk. <laughs> um, so, that was who I was. And, and I happened to be sitting drunk underneath a tree one day, and I get a call from the guy who's now my brother-in-law. His name's Bill. And uh, he was... Um, he's the guy that ran the, the music and the, the tech and all that stuff before I took over here. Um, he calls me and says, hey man, I'm starting, I'm working at this little church startup, we desperately need a drummer, I heard you drum. Will you come drum for us? Um, and if I had been sober, I would have said no. <laughs> uh, but I was not sober, I was, I was very, very 
drunk. Um, and everything sounds like a great idea when you're drunk. So I said, yeah, man, yeah, I'll come drunk. So I became Jake the drummer. Um, and I drummed, I was there for the very first service. I drummed almost every service for, uh, for quite a while. But here's what I would do. So I'd come in Sunday morning and we'd rehearse. Um, and then Josh would get up to speak and I'd get up to leave. <laughs> I'd just go out back behind the building. I'd, I'd smoke, um, sometimes I'd even drink. Come back in like half drunk, play the last three songs. And uh, then I'd go home, and I wouldn't think about God or church or worship or any of that for, for two weeks, because this is before we met every week even. Um, and so I was, I was like participating in worship, right? I was doing it with no thought or awareness of the spiritual side of things, right? Because I didn't believe in God, and I was doing it with no awareness of the sacredness of worship, which is a scary word. Um, but really, all that means is... So you make something sacred when you set it aside to be used for God or by God, right? This building is sacred because we've set it aside to serve God with, right? Even those chairs that you're sitting in, in their own weird way, are, are sacred, right? Um, and even though I wasn't doing this intentionally, I was setting aside some of my time and some of my energy to serve God. And the really, really cool thing about God is that when you set something aside to serve Him, he uses it to serve his purpose, man. And his purpose is life. It's, it's new life. It's good life. Very, very good life. And, and that's what I began to experience. Long before I ever believed in God, I began to experience a little taste of that, that new life. And I was happier. And not in like an everything is awesome kind of way. Just like the little things, right? The petty things that used to drag me down. Kind of make me hate my you know my day-to-day -day life. Stop bothering me, right? Um, I was more content, man. It's not like I didn't have ambition anymore, but I just wasn't as jealous and envious of the people around me. And uh, really what was happening was that slowly and subtly, right, I was becoming more of the me that I wanted to be. And you guys need to understand how insane that is. Because I tried, I spent the past decade trying to figure out how to be that person. Um, I looked for it in my work, in love, in drugs, in music, um, in, in culture, in rebellion, in, in causes, things to fight for. I looked for it in travel, and I, couldn't, I could never find a way to be me, man. And I looked, not, in ev not just in every way that I could, but everywhere that I could, I, every corner of this country. I sought that out, man. And that was why I ended up I could never find it, and that's why I ended up with tree drinking as a hobby. Because there's, that seemed like the only thing that really did anything for me. Um, but eventually, man, I found, I found what I was looking for. I found the way to become the man that I wanted to be. And I found that drumming half drunk every other week in a church that met in the unfinished basement of an office building reeked of carpet glue. Um, and see, I was able to find it there because for the first time in my life, even though it was accidentally, for the first time in my life, I was setting aside some of my time and my energy, some of myself, for God's use. And he used it, and he used it to change me. Um, I told you guys, I want you to have life-changing experiences with God at church, man. And that's why. Because it's, it's awesome. It's just, it's, it's fantastic. And 
it's awesome because you like no one no one comes to church for no reason right and maybe that reason is you got dragged here today and if that if that's the case man I am so sorry um, I have been dragged to a lot of church services and I slept through almost every single one of them um, so if you'd like to nod off right now I won't be offended like it's honestly just kind of fair at this point um, but before you do listen I wish I hadn't I wish I hadn't been sleeping I wish I had paid attention I wish I put just that little bit of myself aside for God man because maybe I would have had to wait as long as I did to find what I found um, and I don't know I don't know why you came to church today um, I have no idea man. maybe maybe life is hard and you're looking for hope looking for comfort or, or peace or maybe just a group of people man that can kind of rally around you encourage you um, and maybe you're like me and maybe there's a there's a version of yourself that, that you want to be but you can't quite figure out how and you're hoping there's something at church that'll get you there um, I mean I could I could stand up here for an hour and just list off all the reasons why you might be here I'm not going to do that because it's boring but uh, whatever you're looking for man I firmly believe um, the first step towards finding it is just singing along just setting aside some time to sing songs to God whether or not you believe in them uh, it changed and it changed my life radically and I believe it will change yours uh, so we're going to sing two more songs here guys uh, just please stand and sing So did you guys know that drumming in a suit jacket is a terrible idea? <laughs> um, so that's the worst decision I made this week, man. Your mom. <laughs> yeah. It's all your fault. Man. Um, so yeah, guys, we talked a little bit about kind of my first few experiences with worship um, and the change that I started to get from it. Um, that those experiences, man, they kept me coming back to church. Um, I got more and more involved. Eventually, I ended up on staff. Um, do you guys know we had an atheist on staff, by the way? Josh is really proud of that. Um, but, uh, yeah. So a year ago, um, as staff, we went to a church leadership conference called Drive out in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, a lot of really cool things happened there. Learned a lot saw a lot, um, but there's one moment in particular that stands out to me. I mean, this was during one of the last few worship sets that they did. Um, normally, these sets were insane. They had um, like all these light walls in the back that are changing color to the, like, to the beat. We have these three huge video screens that not only have the lyrics up, but there's like, uh, like music videos that they produce just for that song right that are playing and there's there's a fog machine and people are jumping up and down and it's it's a concert it's it's an experience man it's an event um but that's not really what i that's not the moment that stands out to me one of these worship sets they had some kind of tech issue i have no idea what it was but what they did is instead of having the whole big shindig right they just had three of their music leaders come out stand in the middle of the auditorium, and we're talking like, there's 1,500, 2,000 people here. This is a big, big, huge crowd. And they're standing off the stage in the middle of the auditorium, in the middle of the crowd, with no microphones and just one acoustic guitar that's not even plugged into anything. And they started singing. 
Um, and I could not tell you what songs they sang. I don't remember. I wish I knew. Um, what I do know, though, is that coming into that set, um, I was exhausted, man. I was done. Um, I don't do well with crowds. I don't do well with people. Right? And like five people is a crowd to me. That's, it's just so you know. Um, so I've been around, you know, 1,500 people for like two days now. Um, I'm, I'm done. I'm ready to just go crawl back into the hotel room and pretend that I'm the only person in existence, right? Um, but as I started singing, I began to feel, uh, I don't know, refreshed is a really good word. I became awake and alert, and like way more awake and alert than I've ever felt since I became an adult, man. Um, so, um, and then I realized I was singing along. I was not just, I'm like belting out the words of these songs. And uh, as I'm doing that, I started thinking about you know, my other worship experiences, um, these things that had been happening at CLC, and kind of slowly it dawned on me, finally, hey, God's involved in this, right? Became a little more aware of God's presence, and then it kind of felt like for the past year, he'd just been sitting there poking me, like an annoying younger brother, like, hey, hey, hey. Um, anyway, point is, point of that is, I became a Christian, man. And when we came back, to Evergreen, came back to CLC. I had a fire in my belly, man. I wanted that same kind of worship experience that I had there that was refreshing and insightful and, um, and powerful, right? And I thought at first it would just kind of happen. Just before, you know, I had been having all these cool experiences, not even looking for them, not even trying. Um, and you know, now that I'm, now I'm a Christian, right, everything's gonna be different. Um, and it was different. But it wasn't, I never got that same experience that I, that I was craving for, man. That same experience that I had at the conference. Um, and it finally clicked one day, a few months later. Um, I had been struggling with, uh, this is dumb, but I had been struggling with being, uh, I became a Christian, and then I, I wasn't immediately like a really awesome dude. I was still kind of just Jake the drummer, right? Um, and... For whatever reason, man, the mind is weird. I was, I felt guilty about that. Like something must be wrong with me because I'm not immediately this awesome, awesome guy. Um, and we were singing "In Christ Alone," which is a song I played and sung dozens of times, dozens and dozens of times, but never thought about the words. And there's this one line in there: "It's no guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the power of Christ in me." Right? And as I was singing that, drawing it, I'm like. Oh, right, okay, yeah, like, no guilt in life, right, change is gradual, as long as I'm changing, it's fine. And then it hit me, hey, that's exactly the thing I've been searching for. And it was kind of this moment of, the words, the words are important. And we're not just, like, we're not just singing random words, right? These, these have meaning and they have, they have power in them. Um, and so worship has become uh, a, a time of prayer for me. Right? And what I mean by that is I'm just as I'm singing the words, right, I'm thinking about, hey, in, the, in my past, where have I seen this be true? Right? Like, where have I seen these words be true? I'm thinking, hey, where do I, in the future, where do I hope? Where do I expect? Where do I want to see these words be true? Like, hey, in the coming week. Right? Like, as an example, um, we sang Mighty Warrior earlier. Um, and I, that's, that was the first song we sang, and that was very purposefully the first song that we sang, because I wanted to pray through that before I got up and talked to all you guys. Um, but as I was singing those words, right, I'm thinking about, 
hey, in the past, where are all the times where I've needed strength that God's given it to me, right? And then I was thinking about talking to you guys. Like, God, I need some strength. I need some confidence here. Um, and I know you'll give it to me because you've given it to me in the past in far harder situations. Um, and so that's, 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 that's how I pray through, through these songs. And prayer is interesting, man, because it's not a one-way street. It's not me talking at God, right? It's prayer is a conversation with God. And it took me a really, really long time to grasp because I was kind of expecting like some thundering voice or like these these create like these mind blowing, earth shattering revelations as I'm praying, right? But uh, you know, I don't get those. If you get those, awesome. But uh, I don't. I definitely don't. Um, but see, it becomes a conversation because as I as I'm singing and I'm thinking about my life, where I've seen these words be true and where I want them to be true, the way I understand my life starts to change, man. I see things, right? I see my life kind of through the lens of God's wisdom and love, which is like, it's, that's his, his fatherly affection for me. And as I begin to understand, as I see my life in a more godly way, I begin to live it in a more godly way, right? And that's not as boring as it sounds. <laughs> um, it's a godly life is not a li li list of do's and don'ts, right? It's not... Just say, do this, don't do that, you're good. Um, it's, it's a lot of things, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of things. But what I want to focus on today is it's change. It's transformation, man, and it's fulfillment. It's, see, the, the reason that I couldn't be that version of myself that I wanted to be, um, that I spent a decade looking for, right? The reason I couldn't do that was because on accident, I had pictured a godly version of myself. And I didn't have God in my life. So I couldn't become godly. But the more that I involved God in my life, right? At first by accident, just by showing up to church and singing along and getting more involved, and then by actually seeking him out in these times of worship, I, the more I did that, the more like the me that I want to be, I became. And I want that for you. Where I want you to be able to find, man, whatever it is you come to church for. Right? And it starts here, and it starts with worship and prayer. And worship and prayer are very spiritual things, but they're not mystical, right? They're not magical, they're not arcane, and they're not that complicated either. And they're really, really straightforward. And they're life-changing. Um, so why not try? Um, if God can change me from the drunk punk atheist into a leader at a church, right, with, with just a small amount of accidental effort that I gave towards it, then how much could he do in your life, right, if every week you came into church seeking him out, seeking to worship him, to show him that deep love and respect, setting aside purposefully, consciously this time to serve him so that he can serve his purpose, which is a good life for you. Um, so here's, here's what I want you to do. So I just want you to try today. Um, whether, you, whether you've 
been a part of the church for years, um, or whether you're, this is your first time through these doors, man, I want you to give this a shot. Man, is in your head or out loud, tell God, hey, I'm setting this time aside for you. Be, just be conscious of it. Know that that's what you're doing. And then as we sing these last three songs, man, I want you think through the lyrics, right? Apply them to your life. Think about when in your life they've been true. Think about <coughs> when in the future, in this coming week, right? Or this coming month or this coming year. Think about when you want them to be true for you in your life. And you know, honestly, if you don't believe in God, um, try this. Um, like just think about, hey, if there was a God, when would you like these things to be true? Um, it's at least an interesting exercise, man. It's got to be more interesting than sitting there bored as we sing for the next like 15 minutes. Um, so give it, give it a shot, man. Um, yeah. Please stand, guys, and worship with us.